What are the important things to know about the Bible itself as we seek to learn about God from it? Today we'll discuss three important things to know about the Bible on The Bible Brief. In our last episode, we began to form a description of God, the all-knowing, all-powerful, unchanging Spirit who is the definition of all goodness and justice. And yet this God is also so intensely personal that He allows us to talk with Him and walk with Him. But maybe you say to yourself, I've never talked with God or walked with Him. Well, starting in episode 6, we're going to begin going through the story of the Bible to provide some examples of people who really have walked with God. All starting in a garden you've probably heard of, the Garden of Eden. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. On to today's topic, the Bible. Today we'll learn that we come to know God best through the Bible, because as we'll discuss, the Bible itself says that we need what's in it to have a growing relationship with God. So today we'll discuss the three primary things that the Bible says about itself. One, the Bible is authored by God, but written by people. Two, God helps us understand the Bible. And three, the Bible is meant to be read, reread, and obeyed. If you can keep these three things in mind, it will help you as you explore the Bible for yourself. So let's talk about point one first. The Bible is authored by God, but written by people. This essentially means that you can read a bunch of different writers with different personalities and ways of speaking, and yet God has fashioned their words exactly as He intends. Again, we can revisit the theme of an earlier episode in this series, that God writes history using people as His tools. In a literal sense, God uses the writers of the Bible not just to act in history for His purposes, but to actually write down the words that He intends. Now, what I'm not saying is this, that God temporarily takes over the bodies of the Bible writers and essentially writes the words Himself. The writers don't turn to God-controlled robots or anything like that. But what I am saying is that God picked out and protected the people, their personalities, and their circumstances such that the biblical writers would write exactly the words that He intended. The Bible says it like this, that the words of the Bible were written when, quote, men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Now, don't get distracted by the mention of the Holy Spirit language here. We will understand the Holy Spirit in a future episode. For now, you should really understand it like this, that men spoke from God as they were carried along by God Himself. I'm not going to pretend that this is an easy concept, though. Instead, what I'll say is this. Men weren't robots when they wrote the Bible, but men were also not independent from God when they wrote the Bible. As each word was written, it was written both in the humanity of the people involved and in the accuracy of God's involvement. To amplify this point in a different place, the Bible says this, that all Scripture, another word for the Bible, that all Scripture is breathed out by God. So, in some way, God breathed out the Bible through the pens of people. Okay, so that's our first point, that the Bible is authored by God, but written by people. The second point is much simpler, that God helps us understand the Bible. And here's the basic idea. Since God is the author of the Bible, He is the one who can help us understand the Bible best. We mentioned the famous story called The Hobbit in our last episode, And we described Bilbo Baggins just before he goes on an adventure. Suppose, though, that we're confused about something that's written in the story. Well, what would we do? We'd try to call up the author and ask what he meant. 
Unfortunately, we can't do that with the now-deceased J.R.R. Tolkien, the author of The Hobbit, but you get the point. The author is the only person who can properly explain the story. The Bible is similar. It's a big book with a big story, including lots of characters and drama, and with a book this big, there's bound to be some parts that can be confusing to us. The proper response to this confusion is asking God to help us understand the Bible. It's a prayer that God will always answer when we're asking with a genuine heart. God wants us to understand all that we can from the Bible so that we can live good and wise lives before Him. If we really want to know God better through the Bible, what we need to do is ask, and He will help us. That said, there's a necessary qualifier to the statement. That's this. There are some things that we can't understand that perhaps we wish we could. We can understand a lot, just not everything. Think about our last episode where we made an attempt at describing God. It's an attempt because we can't truly understand everything about God. We can't really grasp what it means to be eternal. We can't really understand a being that exists outside of time. We simply do our best to understand what we can. And the Bible even expresses this reality. It says this about God. It says that, quote, the hidden things belong to God. God has then reserved some things for himself that either we couldn't understand or perhaps that we shouldn't understand. But to underline our point number one in this episode, God does reveal the written things in the Bible to us and helps us to understand them. What we need to do is ask. Finally, our last point is this. The Bible is meant to be read, reread, and obeyed. In our last episode, we introduced the idea of chewing on the Bible or turning it over and over again in your thoughts. God meant it to be this way. In describing a man who is happy and blessed, the Bible says this, that this man's delight is, quote, in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. Said another way, a happy person is one who delights in God's words and chews on them. He turns them over and over in his head, day and night, considering their meaning and asking in prayer for God to show him. The Bible is meant to be read and reread, and finally it's meant to be obeyed. In fact, obeying is the ultimate expression of understanding the Bible. Think about it like this. If I tell you that you will be happy if you drink two cups of coffee each morning, you can take my word for it and just continue drinking orange juice. But did you really take my word for it? Not really, because if you did, you'd be drinking two cups of coffee every morning. Obeying or responding with action is the goal of reading the Bible. If I say drink two cups of coffee, obeying is drinking two cups of coffee. We can't come to the Bible merely as consumers of the words in it. Instead, we need to be obeyers. In order to really understand and see the wisdom of the words breathed out by God, we have to come to do what we read. Listen to how the Bible says it. It says this. It says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone looking at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. Said a different way, reading the Bible without doing what it says is like forgetting what you look like right after you've looked in the mirror. If we're going to explore the Bible together, we need to commit to try to do what it says with God's help. Here's one more analogy. 
If you want to become a professional hockey player, you do what your coaches say. You do the drills, you skate the ladders, you practice with the puck at home. You can't just listen to your coach, you have to do what he says. It's only then that you get on the road to improvement. Okay, so our three points in this episode were this. One, the Bible is authored by God, but written by people. Two, that God helps us understand the Bible. And three, that the Bible is meant to be read, reread, and obeyed. I want you to leave this episode with one more thing, though. And that's the primary thing that God asks of us in the Bible. We've talked a lot about doing in this episode, and it's important to note the most important thing that the Bible asks us to do. You might think it's being a moral person or being kind to others. You might think that it's not lying or respecting your elders. Instead, the Bible primarily asks this of us. It asks us to trust God. We've said that the main character of the Bible is God, but the supporting characters are nearly all human beings, people like you and me. And in the Bible, the two most fundamental categories of people are those who trust God and those who don't. Those who believe what he says and those who don't. As we close this episode, I want you to chew on this, that trust or faith in God is the primary means by which we can obey God. If we trust what he says, then we will do what he says. This is connected to the third point in this episode, that the Bible is meant to be read, reread, and obeyed. The first critical step of obedience to anything in the Bible is faith in the God of the Bible. So as we continue on this podcast, we're going to get a lot closer to the Bible, and I want to ask something of you. Even if you haven't learned to trust God yet, will you be open to it? If you're a believer, will you be open to new insights and understandings of how you can be obedient to God in your life? Our question for this episode was this, what should we know about the Bible as we seek to learn about God from it? And the simple answer is that God reveals himself and his words through the Bible, and it's through his words that we come to know his character. Further, God himself helps us to understand and obey his words as we learn to trust in him. Okay. Now, at this point in the Bible brief, we're going to make a pretty big shift. A lot of what you've heard so far has been the introduction to the main event. The main event is the Bible, and we're going to get started with the big, beautiful story of the Bible in episode 6. But we have one more critical introductory episode before that. In the next episode, we'll be answering the question, how is the Bible organized? If we're going to explore such a big book together, we'll need to know the answer to that question so that we can have a sort of roadmap or compass as we go about exploring the big story. Thanks for listening to The Bible Brief. You can find more Bible learning content like this on our Instagram. Just follow at Bible Lit or check out the show notes to this episode. The Bible Brief is brought to you by the Bible Literacy Foundation, dedicated to helping people like you learn the Bible. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2022.